Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm James, and this is The Sleep Pod, the premier podcast for perpetually pooped people. Every episode, I ramble my way through a completely improvised story that will hopefully lack all elements of drama and intrigue that could keep you awake, but mildly amusing enough to stop your mind from wandering. It's been a while since the last episode, and I'm not quite back to a point where I can commit to regular content. However, I am going to try to get at least one episode out each month until I can. Now that the housekeeping is out of the way, let's get on with the actual podcast. As usual, Each episode's story shall be created using a single word of inspiration as a starting-off point. This time, the word was delivered to me via Royal Mail, written on the back of a risque postcard. And the word is... VHS. Do three letters count as a word? In this context... Yes, so go and get yourself comfortable, dim the lights, stop operating any heavy machinery, and I'll begin with this episode's story. VHS There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Keith was bored. He was sat on the sofa trying to find something to watch. He had flicked through all of the channels, gone through the catalogues available to him on all of the subscription on-demand services that he was subscribed to. He even tried to close his eyes and imagine a film, but nothing was scratching that specific itch. He adjusted his position so he was lying down on the sofa and he closed his eyes. He tried to think of the ideal movie that he could watch. He didn't want anything scary. He didn't want anything with aliens or robots in it. He didn't want anything that was straight up comedy. He wanted to watch an action movie, maybe something mildly lighthearted, but with a lot of running and jumping, with interesting stunts, and a main character who had an endless supply of witty one-liners when taking out an enemy 
or doing a particularly cool stunt. He sighed and did a really big stretch, hoping that the stretch might somehow provide inspiration for an idea. But it did not. Hmm, Keith thought. There's one film that ticks all of those boxes. But I can't remember what it is called, he thought to himself. He rubbed his chin whilst staring into the middle distance, trying to force the title of the film from the deep recesses at the back of his mind to the front of his mind. But no matter how hard he stared and how much he scratched his chin, he could not think of the name of the movie. Well, he said to nobody but himself, I am going to have to go on a trip to find this film. He stood up and then took a few cautious steps away from the sofa. He didn't want to rush his exit from his home in case he remembered the name of the film. So he took his time. He slowly walked across the carpet in his living room, opened the door to his hallway, and slowly, step after cautious step, he walked. Then he walked some more. And then even more. And eventually, he came to the end of the hallway. In front of him, there was another door. He reached his arm out towards the handle. His fingers lightly touched the cold metal. And then gradually, more and more of his hand came into contact with the handle. He took a deep breath, curled his fingers 
around the metal and opened the door. Keith was now in the small room that separated the hallway to the outside world. Along the wall to his left was a long row of coat hooks and hanging from the hooks were coats. He looked from coat to coat. One was brown. Another one was brown. One was black. A third one was brown. In fact, all of Keith's coats were either brown or black. He reached his left arm up and almost picked up one coat, but then thought, hmm, I should not rush into this decision. First, I need to assess the weather outside. He lowered his arm, took a few paces forward and opened the door to the outside world. A cool breeze hit Keith's skin. That was the first indication that today's weather was not very hot. He looked at the ground. It was dry. Then his eyes tilted upwards. He looked at the sky. There were a few clouds, but they were all quite white and wispy. Keith knew from years of experience that this probably meant that it was not going to rain. Now he had this information, he took a step back and closed the front door. He rotated his body 180 degrees and looked back at the row of coats. His first thought was, do I need a coat on? Hmm, well, it's not raining. But it is a little bit chilly outside. So he picked up a light jacket that was brown. 
he held it up to his face and took in all the details of the fabric. Yes, he thought, this is perfect for today's weather. In a large and dramatic swooping motion, he swooshed the jacket around from in front of him to behind him and smoothly inserted both of his arms into the corresponding armholes of the coat. He adjusted the collar and then nodded to himself for a job well done. Next, he turned to his left. In a long row, against the wall of this room, on the floor, there was an array of different shoes. Just like the coats, the vast majority of these were either black or brown. However, at the far end, almost right in the corner, there was a pair of white trainers. Hmm, thought Keith. Yes, those will do perfectly. He grabbed them and slid his feet into the footholes. And then, starting with the left, did up the laces in the usual style. Suddenly, Keith was now ready to leave his bungalow. Keith stepped outside, locked the door, and started walking. For the longest time, one after another, Keith's feet were raised and then lowered, allowing him to walk. He walked to the end of his driveway. He turned and then walked down his road. He then turned and walked down another road. And then 
turned and walked down another road. Halfway down this road, Keith stopped walking. Hmm, he thought. For this particular quest, I could carry on going this way. Or, he thought, as he turned to a narrow footpath that led between two houses. Or I could go this way, he thought. He thought, and he thought, and he thought, and eventually he decided to carry on walking down the road he was already walking on. He smiled and said, in for a penny, in for a pound, to a small child who was riding past him on a bicycle that had stabilizers attached to the rear wheels. After continuing walking for at least another 15 minutes, Keith found himself at the library. He checked his pockets to make sure that he still had his library card inside the pocket. Panic and fear swept over Keith. The card was not in his pocket. But then he checked his other pocket, and it was in that pocket. He walked up the steps and opened the door to the library. Keith's local library had seen better days. The 1970s exterior had started showing its age and the interior was not much better with faded carpets, a mismatch selection of shelves. Lighting that didn't really illuminate quite enough. But after years of government funding cuts, it's what Keith expected. And at the end of the day, not a lot of people used libraries anymore. He walked between rows of shelving through the travel section, past biographies. He navigated his way through 
fiction. And eventually, he found himself standing in front of the shelves that contained VHS copies of movies. the best way to find the movie I'm looking for. He took a step back and tried to look at everything all at once. But there was just too many and plus he had to tilt his head to the side to read the spines on the boxes. That combination made that specific tactic unworkable. So he stepped forward and keeping his head tilted to the side, he began walking, sidestepping, almost crab-like. His eyes scanning a single shelf at a time. Luckily, the films were in alphabetical order. The first film at the very top of the left-hand shelf was... Aardvark's Attack Anchorage again. He looked at all of the A movies, then all of the B movies. So far, he had seen all of the A movies and all of the B movies except one movie. And that movie was B movie. But that was not the movie he was looking for. He carried on, walking sideways, left to right, left to right, gradually getting lower and lower so his eyeline remained level with the shelf that he was currently looking at. Eventually, he reached the bottom shelf at the right-hand side of the movies section of the library. And the final film was... Zoos, xylophones, and zip lock bags. He had not seen that film, but he did not like xylophones, so decided to give it a miss. And anyway, he was sure that that was not the movie he was looking for. 
Keith stood up and adjusted the angle of his head so it was now in line with the rest of his body. He took a few steps back just to make sure that there wasn't a secret hidden shelf that he had not noticed the first time around, but there wasn't. He let out a loud and expressive sigh. Can I help you, sir? A voice said behind Keith. Keith's eyes went wide. He was surprised and had forgotten in all the drama that there were other people there. He turned around 180 degrees. And so now, standing in front of him, he saw a librarian. Hello, said Keith. Um, possibly. The librarian nodded enthusiastically encouraging Keith to continue talking, as that was the best way that they could help him. Well, said Keith, after getting the hint to continue talking, I'm looking for a movie. Okay, said the librarian, which movie are you looking for? Keith looked sad. Well, that's the problem. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, oh dear, said the librarian. Could you describe it to me? Hmm, said Keith. Yes, quite possibly. Keith stared at the librarian, waiting for them to take out a piece of paper to make some notes. I'm looking for a film. It's an action movie. Light-hearted. Um, there's a lot of running and jumping in it. I think... At one point, there might be a chase that involves vehicles. The protagonist in the movie says some witty one-liners, mainly to themselves, but sometimes to a foe they have just bested. Hmm, said the librarian. Go on. Well, said Keith, scratching the back of his head and looking at the ceiling, trying to piece some puzzles together that hopefully could dislodge some more information about the elusive movie. 
Well, from what I remember, there were some stakes that were fairly high. The hero of the film had a time limit to achieve their goals. And if they did not, well, something bad would probably happen to either themselves on a personal level or a financial level, or maybe the threat was something larger that could potentially affect most people in either the local area or a wider international area. It was definitely something like that. Okay, said the librarian. You've given me a lot to go on. Do you remember who starred in the movie? Ah, said Keith. It was definitely an actor. You know the type. One of those that quite frequently does movies where there's a lot of running and jumping. But they have also done a few comedic and light-hearted roles too. The film I'm looking for is definitely very stereotypically one of their movies. Okay, said the librarian. Do you remember who the baddie is? Hmm, said Keith. Now you mention it, quite possibly. The main antagonist was... Somebody who had a plot to do something. I can't remember who the actor was, but I can remember that they portrayed the character quite well. The character had either an interesting accent, a physical quirk that could be used to make the audience think that they were different to everybody else, or broadly speaking, slightly strange. The main thing that I remember is that the main villain was quite the character. Oh, one of those films, said the librarian. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. My final question is, do you remember where it was set? Location, geographically, and possibly chronologically? Hmm, said Keith. It was definitely set on Earth. 
and from what I remember. Now, bear in mind that my details about this film are slightly fuzzy. Chronologically, I would describe the film as feeling contemporary. So it was definitely set in a time period from maybe 1975 up to 2004. Ah, said the librarian. The golden age of cinema. Yes, said Keith. Exactly. Well, follow me and I'll input all this information into the computer. Maybe there we can find an answer for you. Keith nodded and followed the librarian. At the librarian's workstation, there was a computer. A chair, and also another chair, and a desk. All these items were arranged in a standard way for work in this environment. The librarian sat down, indicated for Keith to also sit down, and they began typing away. Keith watched with fascination as the librarian referred to their notes typed, and then looked at the screen. He tried to predict what the librarian was going to say by studying their facial expressions. But after three minutes, he was still unable to guess. But luckily, He would no longer need to guess, because the librarian started to tell him what they had found. Well, I'm afraid I have not been able to find any movie that fits your description. Keith looked crestfallen. Oh no, he said. Yes, I'm afraid so. However, I would recommend that you take this piece of paper that contains all of the notes that I've just made and go to the video rental shop. Oh, okay, said Keith. What is that? 
The librarian nodded. They had had to explain the concept of a video rental shop to many people in the past. So they described the business model and the logistics of using a video rental shop to Keith. He listened, taking in all of the information. When they had finished telling him, he smiled and nodded his head. Oh, wow. What a great concept for a retail establishment. Yes, said the librarian. Keith picked up the piece of paper with all the notes on, folded it, and placed it in his pocket. Well then, he said, and stood up. I must be going. Thank you for your help. My pleasure, said the librarian. And they began to wave as Keith stepped backwards, turned, and then left the library. After leaving the library, Keith walked down the town's high street. He walked through the market square, He walked past the large clock tower, the shopping center, the coffee shop, the public swimming pool, the joke shop, the real shop, And then he was at the video rental emporium. He looked up and marveled at the store. He appreciated businesses that had direct names of what they did. He adjusted his coat walked towards the door and opened it. A bell rang out indicating to the members of staff that they had a new customer. Roughly 17 members of staff were on duty that day and they were all behind the counter staring keenly towards Keith all eager to help him he stepped forward and as he approached the counter had a look from side to side had all the VHSs 
they had in stock. There were a lot more than what were available at the library. He was definitely in the right place. The closer he got to the counter, the smiles of the staff behind the counter got wider and wider. Gosh, he thought, they are keen. He stopped when he was close enough to the counter, lifted his arm up and waved to the staff. In unison, they all reciprocated that gesture and waved back to Keith. Hello, said Keith. My name is Keith. Hello, they all said. Welcome, Keith, to the video rental shop. What videos would you like to rent from this shop today, Keith? They all said. Well... He stepped a little bit closer to the counter, reached into his pocket, and retrieved the list that the librarian had made for him. He unfurled it and slid it across the counter, turned it around so the text was the correct way for them to read it, and said, I am looking for a movie. I don't know what it is called, but this is all that I know about it. The staff at the shop all crowded around the piece of paper. and they all read it, sometimes craning over other staff members to get a better view. But eventually, after a minute or so, they had all read it. So, said Keith, do you know what this movie is? The staff looked at each other for a moment, turning their heads from one to another. They all raised their right hand up, pointed one finger upwards, and said, casually, as one, One moment, please. They took a few steps backwards and formed a circular huddle. Keith watched and tried to listen, but their voices were quite low and mumbly and also talking over one another, so he couldn't really understand anything that was being said. But he didn't mind. This specific part of the conversation 
was for them and wasn't for him. So he just waited patiently. After a few minutes, the huddle dehuddled, and the staff returned to their previous position of all looking at Keith. Well, they said, this is a tough one, but we think we know the movie you are looking for. One of the members of staff was released from the group. Ran to the end of the counter and made their way onto the main shop floor. They started running from aisle to aisle, scanning all the books with their eyes. Whilst this was happening, Keith watched in amazement. Wow, he said, look at them go. The remainder of the staff said, yes, thank you, and nodded. After 30 seconds, the member of staff who was running around the shop floor returned behind the counter and was reabsorbed into the group. A VHS box was passed from staff member to staff member until eventually it made its way to the counter. Is this what you're looking for, sir? They said and moved the VHS box towards Keith. Keith moved closer. picked it up and looked up the cover for a movie that was called The Stunt Jumper. Keith's eyes went wide. Yes, he said. That is exactly the movie I have been looking for. Excellent, they all said. Do you have a membership with us? They asked. No. Do I need one? Inquired Keith. Yes, they said. Okay. So Keith filled out the necessary paperwork and became a member of the video rental shop. And after paying a small amount of money 
Keith was on his way home with the movie that he really wanted to watch. And after walking back down road and other roads, he was back home. He popped the VHS into his VCR, pressed play, sat on the sofa and smiled to himself. Ah yes, this is exactly what I wanted to watch. That's the end of this episode's story. Join me again next time for another equally exciting tale. If you've enjoyed this, tell a friend. Or maybe tell a stranger. Who knows? Maybe that recommendation could be the thing that turns them from a stranger to a friend. Thanks for listening. Sleep well. <laughs>